0: Welcome to the On The Way podcast. Thanks for tuning in while you are on the way somewhere. At Fincastle Baptist Church, our mission is to know God, grow in God, and live for God. And as you listen, our goal is to give practical applications to learn, grow, and become better disciples of Jesus. In John 14:6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Thank you for joining us as we talk truth and life with each other.
1: Well, welcome to On The Way, however and wherever you might be listening. We're so glad you're tuned in today. I'm Pastor Kevin, and I'm here with uh, Pastor Jeff. Pastor Jeff, can you yep. believe it? It is a new year. February is upon us. Can you believe that? Isn't Where this... did the month go, man?
0: I, I don't I I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's like poof. You know, the Bible talks about our life being like a like a vapor. Yes. Like a like a like a a wisp in the wind. I think that was January. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: that, <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. That is true. where to it go? It's gone. That's exactly right. Well, I'm really excited about our topic today, yeah, yeah, and too. I really believe the whole purpose of On the Way is as you're on the way somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, we hope you are on the way to heaven. We yes. want to really equip you and help you to be able to grow in your relationship with yeah. Jesus, to yeah. stand firm yeah, yeah. in your commitment to
0: Christ. That was, nice. That was a nice segue. I was a, uh, that was a
1: nice transition. So today now. <laughs>
0: we're talking about standing firm. <laughs> da <Ta-da>. da. <Yeah. laughs> um, you know, I was thinking about that. You preached a message on that recently, and uh, and it was it was powerful. It was very informative, and and it really was challenging. And I, and I was reading through Ephesians chapter six, and it talks about our Christian warfare and and our the armor of God, and one of the verses in there, verse 13, it says, for this reason, and it talks about how we, we fight not so much against earthly things, but it's a it's a spiritual battle really is a lot of what we're facing. It says, for this reason, take up the full armor of God so you may be able to resist in the evil day and having prepared everything to stand firm, to take your stand. And I just, I know that, Pastor Kevin, you've had a uh a long life. <laughs> I didn't mean it to sound I, like you're really old. I, I, I but think he just was, called
1: me old as that was coming <laughs> out of a my second. mouth.
0: <laughs> hey, as, I'm in my fifties. So hold on, I, that, I'm almost there. So, <laughs> whew, you've had you've walked with the Lord for a while, uh, and, that's and a I nice segue way well, right there. Look and look I at know that, that <laughs> I know that as as you've walked with god you've you've struggled and you've had difficulties in your life so can you just tell us you know what what kind of things do you do That help you stand firm
1: Yeah and I think the passage You uh, referenced there in Ephesians Many places in the Bible I think the sermon you referred to Is based out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 Where it says stand firm in the Lord Right. So I think you know When we think about it First of all One of the greatest revelations I think that helped me And maybe can help other people Is and this is hard Especially for us Americans Is that we can't stand firm
0: Right, we can't
1: do it. I can't do it. I I can't mm -hmm. do it in my own strength, Mm. my own ability. I can't depend upon my own education, my own spiritual knowledge. Right, I think in our culture today, Pastor Jeff, where you know (laughs) this this self help and you know, and it's all (laughs) about you kind of mindset people have, I think the number one thing is admitting. I can't do it. I can't stand firm. I, I I can't live the committed, Christian consistent life that I desire to live on yeah. my own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it it really is
0: antithetical to what we're taught. You know, yeah. we're taught, oh, you're enough. You're strong enough. You you're enough for this problem. You just work harder and try harder. But Scripture
1: teaches us something different. Right. The message of the gospel is just the opposite. Exactly. Uh, the message of the gospel is even our best, our good deeds are as filthy rags, oh, as Romans yeah. says. You know, the uh, the yeah. heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jeremiah 17. Mm. So I think to answer your question, how do we stand firm? I think the first step is realizing I can't do it my own strength. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got it. And, and that's why I love that. Thessalonians passage, stand firm in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, I have to stand firm in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I think that's the first that's thing. First Thessalonians three
0: eight. Yeah. yeah first for Thessalonians. Now, th- for now, we live if you stand firm in the Lord. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So
0: you want to live? Stand firm in the Lord.
1: And I think that's the second thing. I was going to answer your question. We think that if I'm going to stand firm in the Lord. Mm-hmm my life's going to be miserable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, if I'm going to live righteously, if I'm going to live holy, if I'm going to live blameless, if I'm going to live like I want to live, Mm. uh, the devil convinces us that, you know, the Christian life is a boring Unadventurous life. Yeah, we even see this in the afterlife. You ask the average person what's heaven going to be like, and they think they're going to sit on a cloud and play yeah. a harp all day. That sounds boring. And that's that's <laughs> not exact. That's not at all what the Bible teaches. And it's boring, right? I mean, yeah. Well, uh, why would we think you know if? And I
0: think that that argument that Christianity is boring is born out of ignorance. It is. Because if we truly believe that God is who he says he is and that he is a good God and that he loves us and all that he does in our life is for our good, he's not going to make us miserable. I mean, Psalm 37 four says, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that doesn't mean he's going to give you that new car, <laughs> you know. And maybe that's the desire of your heart, but I think what that means is when you – Delight yourself in God And you you in the Lord stand firm Then then all of a sudden You find that your desires change And they kind of are aligned
1: with His desires Exactly, as it relates to that verse What I always say is we focus on the second part of the verse When we should focus the on desires. the first part of the yeah. verse yeah, exactly. We focus on the You know this is what I Delight myself <laughs> in the Lord uh, I give the desires of my heart I focus on the desires when I really should mm. focus I, and, and as you said It is I like to say it this way if I delight myself in the Lord then my desires will become his desires so he will give me the desires exactly, of my heart. Yeah, I, I think yeah. another th- the verse that I love is what Jesus said in John chapter 10 and verse 10 I've come that you might have life and mm. life more abundantly. Yes. And I think you know, society and, well, quite frankly, Satan has sold us a bill of goods that Christianity is boring, that it's not fun. You know, that if I really go all in with Jesus, if I really stand firm with the Lord, then I'm going to not have any fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. th- that's right. I mean, that it's is going to make me go be a missionary in Africa right, somewhere. And... Right. right. <laughs> and, and that's not. I mean Jesus said just the opposite and I think that's a lie from yeah. the devil. So I think that's some quick thoughts on how we would stand firm, what it means to stand
0: firm. One of the things that I noticed when when I struggle, when I'm feeling like I'm fighting that spiritual battle and I'm fighting is that I want to just I want to isolate myself. Mm. I don't want other people to know and I want and I want uh just kind of go inward and just be alone and I, I think I think scripture teaches that Standing firm doesn't happen on your own. You've got to involve other people,
1: I think. Right. We see the one another's in mm-hmm. the Scripture time yeah. and time again. We're to serve one another. We're to encourage one another. We're to <clears throat> we're to help one another. We see the one another's. And you're exactly right. When we are having a difficult time, we have a tendency to go into our own little shell. Yeah, we have yeah. a tendency to isolate ourselves and, quite frankly, uh, you know— Say, woe is me, and maybe Uh have our own little pity party Uh because nobody has it as bad as we do, and nobody understands what we're going through. Our situation is different. And I think there has to be a balance. I was actually reading a book last night about this concept. There's a balance between, in in my Christian life, between community and learning. Hmm. And sometimes what we've done in the church is we've switched the emphasis to so much community that in a lot of, and not to be critical, but a lot of small groups, home groups, life groups, connect groups, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. the focus is so much on relationships and community, which is good, sure. but it's not really focused on actually learning the mm-hmm. Bible mm-hmm. and the principles of Scripture. On the other hand, some focus so much on learning the Bible and then they don't develop any community, right? and when the hard times of life come, they don't have people there. The Bible presents both. Right, exactly. It's a yeah.
0: both and. Yeah, exactly. We say that a lot around here. It's a yeah. both and. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so uh, one of the points that you mentioned in your sermon on Sunday was, um, out of First Thessalonians 3, was that standing firm involves other people.
1: Yeah. And so I think when we think about, I need other people in my life. And it's so important that as I evaluate the people in my life, that they're strengthening me in my faith, mm, that they're yeah, encouraging yeah. me in my faith, that <laughs> they're helping settle me in my faith. They're not causing me to doubt and yeah. to distance myself from you know, my Savior. Mm. You know, It's that old classic bad apple, good apple illustration, which yeah, one yeah. tends to influence <laughs> the other. Now, right. on the flip side... We can't go so far that we just are in a holy huddle. Right, or a spiritual at, bubble. And a spiritual bubble. <laughs> right. We are to be lights in the darkness, sure. but we're to overcome the darkness, not to allow the darkness to influence us. And too many people, we all know people, yeah. that their friends that they choose. Don't strengthen them in their faith. Yeah, don't yeah. settle their faith. Don't yeah. encourage him in their faith. They do just the opposite. And then mm. it's just a matter of time until they're not standing firm. Right, right. That means you might have to change
0: who your friends are or what you do with those friends. Um I've always seen it as uh it's a, a rechargeable flashlight. Mm. That's us. That's good. You know, we're a rechargeable flashlight, and we go out into the world and we shine our light and, and our light gets a little bit dimmer because the batteries are running low. We got to go back and and plug back in and recharge that light so when we go back out again, we're brighter. And I think that's what it means when we when we it says to not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, right? In Hebrews, right. that we should gather together to to build us up, to charge us up and send us back out to be lights and then come back again to charge up again. That's why
1: to stand firm involves other people. Correct. You can't stand <clears throat> firm on your own. You're not, the good news as believers, we are never alone. We yeah. have the indwelling yeah. uh, power of the Holy Spirit with us, but God never meant for us to experience Christianity. It, it's not a solo thing. Right. It's right. meant to be right. done in the context of community. Yeah, exactly. And you know, just another
0: thing and we're talking about standing firm, just the the, the the words standing firm imply that there's something you have to stand firm Against. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it kind of implies that there's going to be some trouble and trial in your life. Right. And the Bible
1: teaches that, you know, that if you want to stand firm for Jesus, if you're going to stand firm in your faith, it, whether you, you know, be on the ball team, whether it be uh, in your neighborhood, at your workplace, even in your family, there's going to be persecution. Uh, matter of fact, yeah. Thessalonians says we are actually destined for it. You know. Uh, yeah, but I think we have to be careful
0: as Christians to yeah. use that word because I don't mm. think in America we understand. Persecution?
1: No, now, Amer- no persecution the- in America <laughs> is you know somebody cut me off in traffic, not <laughs> right, not right. somebody cut off my hand right. because I claim to be a believer. Yeah, we which is what's happening this, in other places. We
0: were talking about this at the Highlands campus yeah. this past week, and I said, make sure that you know when you're suffering for Jesus, that you're actually suffering for Jesus. You're not just reaping the benefits of your sin. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. the blue lights in your in yeah. your rearview mirror are not you're not suffering for Jesus. You're <laughs> getting a ticket because you disobeyed the law. <laughs> Right. There's
1: a difference. So. But I think in the midst of that, though, what we have to remember is what is happening in us is more important than what's happening to us. Mm, yeah. that, that God cares more about our character <laughs> right. than he does our comfort. Right. He, he cares more about our holiness than he does our happiness. And, and that almost is so antithetical to our yeah. modern American society today, you know, where yeah, it's about yeah. you and you do you. And, you, yeah, you know, yeah. um, but
0: that means something has to be happening in you. Correct. You, you can't, it, that's not just going to happen naturally. That takes work. There's a reason why Bible study and prayer and those things
1: are called the spiritual disciplines because it takes practice, it takes effort. Yeah, to do that, and we can't neglect the the disciplines. I think I used an illustration uh, a few days ago about be the flagpole, not the flag. Mm,
0: yeah, but, yeah, you
1: know the flag. Flag is always waving in the wind. It's blown here and there. Yeah, yeah, and that's how a lot of people live their Christian life. Yeah, they're blown here and there. Their life is based on their circumstances, well, James not James on chapter, Christ.
0: James uh, talks about that. Yeah. The man, that's that's blown by like the waves of the sea.
1: Yeah, right. James one, he shouldn't expect he'll receive anything from the Lord. Right. Exactly. Double minded. <laughs> be the flagpole, and if you have a good flagpole. You cement the thing in concrete, Mm -hmm. it's solid, it stands firm through the wind, through the things that buffet it, the things that come against it, because trials, persecution will come. Uh, The Bible says we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Uh, uh, Timothy says if anyone who wants to live... Uh, in Christ, will experience trials. It's not yeah. might, it's going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, what happens in me is important, mm. but I got to make sure I am, it goes back to being in Christ, that I stand firm in the Lord.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, too, in the middle of that trial, changing your perspective mm. helps. You know, like I think you mentioned uh, that the trials are actually appointments. They're, they're divine appointments for you um, to, to learn to trust God, to see him working in you and
1: through you in the middle of that trial as you stand firm in him. Right. That doesn't mean that he causes it, Right. but he allows it. Sure. And we could do an entire different oh, podcast, yeah. and maybe we should one day, on why bad things happen to good people. I'm writing it down Maybe next month That should be our podcast But I'll answer it real quickly I, I answered it the other day And there's really two reasons But before we answer Why bad things happen to good people We have to remind ourselves There are no good people Yeah, now
0: don't give all the goods away We'll talk about this next month Oh, this month. is next month? Yeah Well, yeah. we
1: got to give them a tease Oh, yeah, uh, okay. right, give them the tease The answer is <laughs> For our good and his glory Amen For yeah. our good and his Because our trials are appointed Mm -hmm. He holds me as a Christian, in the palm of his hand, Mm -hmm. whatever comes in my life must first pass through his fingers. Well, that's good. That's good. And maybe that's a thought that we wrap up our time with today is that whatever you're going through, the Bible wants you to stand firm, but you can't do it. So you got to stand firm in the Lord, right? You need others to help you, to strengthen you, to encourage you you can't be isolated and expect to stand firm in the Lord. You you, you need others. You need a local church. You need a small group. You Mm. need a team of believers to encourage you. And then you also need to do the spiritual disciplines. Have the Mm -hmm. concrete, if you will, around the base of the flagpole. That's right, yes. (laughs) So it will help you stand firm Mm. in the Lord. Yeah, that's so
0: good. And just. You as the listener, I want to encourage you and remind you that whatever's happening in your life, whatever's going on in your life, that we say this often here at On The Way, and Pastor Kevin says this a lot, there is never an emergency meeting of the Holy Trinity. Amen. Everything that's happening in your life right now, God knows about, is aware of, has allowed in your life. And we see that in Psalm 139. There's not a day that goes by that God hasn't already written that in his book for you. And and I, I think it might have been Spurgeon or somebody like that that said this, and I'm going to butcher this quote, so forgive me. But if there was any place else in your life, any other situation in your life that would be better for you to be in, God and his sovereignty would have you there. Mm. So we can trust our God. He is a good God. And if we can help you, if you're going through something right now and you need help, please reach out to us. We would love to offer you some resources and some help uh, to stand firm as you face those trials in your life. God bless. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to On The Way. Do you have a question for Fincastle Baptist Church? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. Thank you for joining us while you've been on the way.